Hello and welcome to Unexplained Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Melvin the Crimson Taurus, and unfortunately, Nima can't be here with us today. But as you all know by now, if Nima can't make it, then I have a replacement, and today is no exception. So, how many of you out there believe in extraterrestrial life? Or perhaps interdimensional life? Or any life out there that's not just from this planet? Well, you're in luck, because I have a very special guest on today, and she has come in contact with said beings. Please welcome Contact T. Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hi, Melvin. <laughs> All right. So, Morgan and I, we've known each other for a couple of years now. And when I first started Unexplained Possibilities, I asked her to be on. She was like, no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was like, come on, I'll give you chocolate. Mm. <laughs> and she was like, no, nah, it ain't happening. <laughs> but now she is finally on and we're going to get to the reason why she decided to now was the time a little later but first Morgan how are you doing um I'm good today you know all right so a <laughs> little bit nervous to be talking about it but we'll go along <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you're not the first person to say that because it's tough speaking mm -hmm. about things that are quite literally out of this world. Yeah. And, you know, it's the ridicule and no mm -hmm. one's believing you. And then, of course, the famous, you're crazy. It's all in your head. Oh, definitely. Of course. Right. You know, I've never understood that. Why is it that something that's just different? is always automatically crazy like really i think it's because most people um well i think a lot of people haven't experienced it and because it's so it's something that's so beyond like this physical world i think it's like people just kind of go about their day and they don't think of those things you know yeah i that must be so it. but it's it's ignorance i guess in a way yeah, so, you know, it's like, whatever, fine. You don't have to believe me, but, you know, you'll <laughs> right. see one exactly. day. exactly. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> so, Morgan, I have to ask, tell me what you have experienced before we actually get into it. Okay, so, um, what I've actually experienced and what I believe I've experienced is, uh, what we would call a an alien abduction and I've experienced it mm, probably my entire life um, over and over again and more so in my teen years and um, not just abduction experiences but also you know being able to interact with these beings um, on a not so physical level um, so more on like an interdimensional level uh, so that's kind of what I've been experiencing and you know that's also where people get confused myself included where you know when I think of things I usually strictly think of it in a 3d physical plane but you have to think 
beyond that. You have to go four and five D and some Doc Brown Back to the Future type stuff. Oh yeah, and this is where it exists. That's the thing. Um, so it's hard to explain it. It's going to be really hard for me to explain it, but I'm going to try my best. So yeah, so that's all that matters. Just try your best, and uh, (laughs) for people like me, just explain it like you would a toddler. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try and make it simple. So. Yeah, that, that's that's the best way to do it. But mm-hmm. this isn't a simple thing to talk about. You know, you can't. I know it isn't. It's hard. So, uh, but I want to. I want to tell people. So, yep. why did you decide that now was the time? Well, I kind of had this realization that it's like uh, life is just so short and you just never know and not just with me but like maybe the right people who would want to hear something you just never know what could happen to anybody and I I mean I do write my experiences down now and I'm hoping to like maybe publish something in the future uh but I and I just thought you know what let me just get this out there it was nagging at me just get the information out it'll get to the right people it doesn't have to get to everybody you know just put it out there be honest because also there's a lot of people out there now that are kind of coming out with their stories and uh, it's like they're kind of putting on an act with it a little bit and kind of saying things that aren't true it's like they're kind of over exaggerating and um, I anything I say here is 100% honest and um, genuine, so I want to share that. Okay, so it's 100% your truth, no exaggerations. Yes. No, no exaggerating, absolutely true. Yeah, and that's probably one of the biggest issues when it comes to the paranormal and supernatural. Mm-hmm. People do tend to exaggerate. Because- oh, yeah. And oftentimes, yeah, it makes for a better story, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, it's like you you lose bits and pieces. It's like, well, it's just, you know, some people's stories and the way they produce things, like you just said, it's, uh, it's kind of obvious that it's, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Not fake, but just kind of tweaked a little bit to kind of go with their beliefs or their opinions on things and I don't go by that I kind of just go by what I experienced you know yeah so So your story's not been altered in any way not at all (laughs) and um, a good example of this would actually be what happened with uh, Travis Walton and um, people would probably be more familiar with the movie fire in the sky i I think that's the name of it which is based off his book and where he spoke about his uh ufo alien abduction and Mm -hmm. how the movie changed some key things such as him pretty much getting tortured by aliens and stuff and he's like yeah that's what i and that's what i mean that's exactly what i mean and he said multiple times that never happened that was just hollywood being hollywood yeah. So okay, let's uh, jump into right. it. You ready? Mhm. All right. <laughs> Tell us when 
was the very first time you've had a visit. Okay. So, I'm kind of going to start... Eh. So, things have been happening to me all of my life, but... Um, the first very memorable, and I've had experiences with many different beings on, you know, several planes, but my very first experience with, um, the, the ETs in particular, I guess I'll just refer to them as that for now. Um, I prefer to say star people, but. Okay. That's fine. You can say star people. Yeah. (laughs) I was, um, I think I was like maybe a sophomore, junior in high school. And I was kind of just sitting in class, and um, I was, you know, I was worried about, more worried about going to college and, you know, just graduating, and I was, I've always loved the paranormal and from, you know, but I wasn't thinking about any of that at the time. And um, all of a sudden, I'm just, you know, I'm sitting there, and in my line of vision, I don't know, maybe it came in telepathically or, you know, through my third eye or whatever you want to call it, I get this very vivid vision of um like what we would consider to be like the shorter grays you know what i'm talking about yeah the um like the the, classic gray and right like very short like two foot tall large head big eyes right so i get kind of this vision of maybe a group of them just kind of staring at me and i'm like why is that coming into my that's really weird, like, for that to just kind of pop into my head, you know? And I just kind of brushed it off, like, I don't know. Um, well, wouldn't you know, about maybe two nights later or something, I, that was when I probably had the most terrifying episode of my life, which got less terrifying over the years, but the first time was, I was just, I didn't know what was going on. Um, it basically i i guess the only way i could describe it was i i went to sleep and uh i just kind of woke up during the night but i was very groggy i don't i can't explain the feeling it wasn't sleep paralysis you know what sleep paralysis is right yes yeah it wasn't sleep paralysis it was just this feeling of kind of being very groggy or like if you've been drinking a lot I guess is the best way to describe it or somebody slipped something you know um I could I was just very like weak I couldn't really move um and the room was pitch black I couldn't see anything and I'm just you know I'm laying on my back and I feel I just noticed I feel like arms or hands kind of gripping on my wrists and my ankles and this is seriously something that I'm feeling and that it's like somebody's holding me down. And when I realize that I'm I'm starting to panic and I'm like kind of whipping my arms around and trying to move but I just felt so weak. And it, like I said it wasn't sleep paralysis. It wasn't that I couldn't move. I could move, but I it was like just a struggle and they kept I you know I felt them kind of pulling me back and then I felt more hands gripping around my arms as crazy as that sounds that's what I felt and um and then I started to see like just kind of this red blinking light going into my eyes a little bit like maybe somebody was trying to check my eyes or look into my eyes uh and I remember 
screaming. I was trying to scream for my sister or my mom, I think. And um, I heard myself screaming and then all of a sudden it just went muffled. Like I couldn't, I was screaming, but I couldn't hear my scream. And this just kind of continued. And then all of a sudden I, I black out. I don't remember what happened. And the next morning I wake up and I, I'm like in total shock and I'm terrified. And you know, there was times where I would, this went on for a few nights and then I would wake up sometimes with my pillow just covered in blood oh my from God. nosebleeds really bad. Yeah, covered, it was terrifying. That was kind of the first few experiences for me. Um, it just kind of continued like that. And um, I mean, I don't know what you, if you want to pinpoint anything, but I, you know, I would just wake up with these weird marks on my wrists and my, like where, where your pulse areas would be, I want to say, kind yeah. of on your neck, you know, like it looked like charcoal or something. I don't know what it was. It was really strange. I remember it and I just remember rubbing it off and I'm like, what is this? You know, I, it was so strange. And, um, uh, like honestly, the most memorable thing that I will never forget um, is I've had plenty of these like this just went on for months and um, I knew when they were coming I I know this sounds insane but I knew when they were coming because I would lay in bed at night and I could feel like my whole body would just kind of start vibrating at this weird level or my ears would start ringing like, I would get a really high-pitched ring in one of my ears, and then I just knew. I'm like, oh, no. You know, it's going to happen tonight. I just know it, and I, I didn't want to sleep because of it. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really terrifying. And then I, one specific morning, I woke up, and I don't think I had an experience that night, if I remember. But I woke up, and I felt something like kind of itchy my my ankle is a little bit itchy and I'm like oh you know so I go and look and I see this what well, looks like somebody poked me with a needle in my ankle yeah it was really weird you know it was like somebody kind of poked you know when you get your blood drawn or something you know I kind of look at it and I'm like what on earth is that and why is it so itchy and it looked like you know someone had actually pricked me with something or inserted a needle right and um so I'm it was it was weird and so I'm kind of rubbing around there like what is going on you know and all of a sudden I want to say like right next to it I just see like this kind of little gray I don't know if it was metal I don't know what it was just kind of under my skin like under maybe the first two layers of my skin I could see it looking at it but it was under my skin and uh, I'm like oh okay you know and I'm kind of touching it and I'm like what on earth is this thing and all of a sudden I'm as I'm kind of rubbing it and trying to see it it literally I kid you not it sinks under my skin I I kid you not sinks under my skin I never have I have not seen it since and I <laughs> I wish I had taken a picture or something. It, it just happened so fast. I didn't know what it was. I just kept touching it and it sank under my skin. I don't know. I don't know if it had um, 
I don't know what they use. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what the purpose was, but it just kind of, it must have disintegrated in my, uh, I don't know, <laughs> became part of my body. I don't know. It was strange. Yeah, that is strange. And it, it's... it, um, it reminds me of something that my friend AP said that he had an implant or something in his knee mm -hmm. and apparently yeah. it wasn't compatible with him and the thing shot out of him. Really? Yeah, it shot out of him. And, wow. And he took a picture of it. Um, I'll have to find that picture. I could talk. That's interesting. Yeah, so I could talk to his, his wife mm -hmm. who has it, but... And I believe I, believe I have other... I mean, I, I think that I have another implant or something behind one of my eyes and I'll get to that later if we get to it but yeah and you know you don't sound crazy of when you said that you can kind of feel them and you just know because yeah. other people have said that it's like you develop mm -hmm. some knew. type of bond or sixth sense yep. I, I don't know but you you're not alone in that you don't sound crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> thank you yeah no that that appears to be fairly normal because again going back to AP he said the same thing and he knew for a fact he was being visited by well they called themselves Orion Greys and, the, oh the like the taller Greys yeah mm -hmm, yeah because I've seen them and um, he knew for a fact and he could fill them when they would show up and he said that mm -hmm. he got to the point where he was actually able to like almost communicate in a way yep. via telepathy mm -hmm. and something and mm -hmm. he said that like he knew when to look up in the sky or something and he will see a light just shine bright and then fade out or something mm -hmm. like that so you don't sound nuts <laughs> yeah it's really it was true I can and to this day I can still feel them they don't come to me as often the last experience I had was maybe a few years ago I kind of woke up and I felt this something something on my pressing against my eyes that and I, I don't know what it was and then I, I thought I was going nuts because I hadn't had experiences for years with them but I woke up and my eyes were so heavy and they hurt so bad that I just I had to like close them and rest because I, I don't know what the purpose of that was but they've yeah. just been doing this to me for years so and it's not a it's not a bad thing I think there's a reason for it I mean well, everyone's reason is different yeah that's the thing because you don't exactly know what the reason is and you want to know <laughs> I th the thing is I think I do know I mean I know that everybody, I think that they take different people for different reasons. And I think I know my reason um, just by the way they kind of bonded with me afterwards where I started having the, uh, like the more intimate kind of astral experiences with them. Or, yeah, I guess I can say that. But it, it felt to me as if I have some kind of connection to them. Um, I know you've heard of star seeds, star seeded people here. Um, 
you know, I don't, there's a lot going on with me. There's a lot about me that I can <laughs> dig into, but I do feel that I have some type of connection with them. I don't possibly biologically as well. Um, as weird as that sounds, but. Well, no, it doesn't sound weird. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying that you might be a type of hybrid. Right. Which which people might listen to that and think, what? But it's true. I mean, the thing is, like, they've been <laughs> they've been here longer than us, and we have been. I don't mean to sound like this, but we have kind of been test subjects, I guess I want to say, and. I think that there are people born here. I don't think it's many of them that do have kind of that non-human. Because people will say, well, all humans are technically a hybrid because they had the genetic engineering, you know, how people will believe that too. But I think there are some of us here who have a little bit more or kind of a different, uh, like, species and I've met other people like me that actually we look quite similar. It's funny. <laughs> no, it, know, it is funny just, you mentioned that yeah. because I'm thinking mm -hmm. of a person right now who was on the show last month and that was uh, mm -hmm. Marina Sarin. And, oh, okay. I have, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, you have some similarities. I, I would say we do don't we and, mm -hmm. and I could tell she is I maybe she's listening but I look at her and I I look at her pictures and I could tell right away I'm like yep she's just like me yeah so <laughs> oddly enough you you guys both have fairly big eyes somewhat thin faces mm -hmm. very long right. hair you guys small both frame have, yeah. very oh my god yes I've seen your it's beautiful <laughs> so <laughs> It is very interesting, yeah, and even if someone's a non-believer or whatever, if you see, if if the two of you were together and you just saw <laughs> each other, it'll be like, okay, there's something. Yeah. Something's up here. I agree. I I know, because I see her, and I, I think the same thing. I'm like, oh, she is definitely like me. <laughs> it's just funny, because the, it's like, it's real, you know? Like, we there are people here that do have they are a little they have a little something else going on you know and I it's not something I like to share often because it's people just kind of look at you like it's funny because you have people who they think you're crazy and then you have other people like a lot of my friends or just people I meet would say I don't think you're human like, I've had people say that to me before just by getting to know me and kind of, they're like, you can't be human. There's no way. Like, it's, I don't know if it's just, I mean, even growing up, uh, I had trouble making friends and kind of just forming groups with people. And they, I think they kind of just maybe, sub, it's like instinct, maybe, that they kind of knew something was not right. Well, I guess it's not that you, something wasn't right. Yeah, it's just something's different. It's like they kind of it, it turns them off, but they don't realize what it is. 
Yeah, so I so. hope that's not really the case. But then, who knows? Maybe that is the case because we don't. I think it they, is. If they didn't hang out with you for that reason, then they probably were like, oh man, she's a <laughs> serial it, killer or something. So. Well, because it was early as me being in like kindergarten or preschool. Oh shoot. The kid, yeah, the kids. They did. They. I had trouble. Um, they just kind of left me out. I guess didn't really care to be around me. Th- that is and weird. For, yeah, you know, it, I that's the thing. It's and for years I went through thinking something was wrong, or but it, it's not that. I think it's kind of an instinct where you, I think they can pick up that something is a little foreign or not. It, it it's weird, you know, because <laughs> yeah, you don't think that people would think think that, but they they do. They just don't realize it. Yeah, they subconsciously pick up on yeah, something. They so. definitely do. So it, at least the experiences kind of gave me some clarity about why it was like that for me. And uh, speaking of friends, have you told just outright friends and family about your experiences? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I, I've mentioned it as a joke. Sometimes I'll joke around with people just to see how they react. Like I'll go like, oh, aliens, aliens. I'm an alien, just to see how they react. I do that a lot. Or, you know, I'll kind of just be like, yeah, I was, I was taken by aliens, just to joke, just to see how they react. And usually the reaction is like not what I want so okay so. I kind of just I can I just okay leave it up it was a joke <laughs> yeah just um, just it's, one of those things just joking ah, all right everyone's it's, laughing. yeah it's but it's like definitely not easy to talk about yeah and you know that must actually make you feel quite isolated and lonely in some regards it, it does it's um I feel like I can't relate to most people like, you know, they just, people just kind of go about their lives and they're getting married or they're going to work or they're doing this and they're doing that. And I'm, uh, it's like, I can't really do those things without kind of bringing my experiences with me and knowing what's out there. It's like, I just can't function in society knowing how, uh, what's the word? Like, What's in, insignificant Ins- we are? Oh, yes. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah. no. I um, I like saying <laughs> that myself to give yeah. people an idea on how small we really are in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. Okay, and we're back because we had some <laughs> wicked technical difficulties, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We were saying that you believe yourself to be a hybrid... And mm-hmm. and how it's it's a bit hard for you to also open up to friends and family about your some of your experiences right. and and mm-hmm. how people seem to have some type of subconscious sixth sense where they're not trying to be mean exactly but they they somewhat keep their di- uh, distance. Yes, and it's just. Mm-hmm. You know, it can eat at you. Right. Oh, yeah. Over the years, it definitely has. Um, I try to remember that it's that and not me personally. Um, But sometimes I just, 
wish you were normal. Yeah, but what... You know what I mean? What is normal? That's the thing. It's like, they're really... It's... You know what I mean. It's like you just... Uh, it's like you wish you could just fit in so easily because things would just be easy. But I wouldn't trade anything I experienced or who I am for any of that, really, if I think about it deep down. Um, at the end of the day. Okay, well, that's good. Because sometimes yeah. people, they don't accept anything. And it's like, nope, mm -hmm. nope. No, I want this and this only and forget all this other mess and it's not a part of me but you know it sounds like you've you've done some deep thinking and you're like okay I mm -hmm. accept it I'm gonna deal with it let's see what happens yep. so that's a good outlook to have and mm -hmm. in the end it's not a self-destructive one I agree you mentioned that you've been visited by a variety of um what do you call them? Star people? Yes. <laughs> yes, a variety of star people. Why don't you share who some of them are? Um, okay, so I'll start with, well, obviously we talked about the shorter beings that we like to call the the greys, the shorter greys, um, which I could actually hear them in my house sometimes. They're <laughs> They're very small. Um, I also, which, okay, I have experienced the taller grays, which I feel I deeply have, am connected to, the the taller grays. Um, and this is going to probably upset or freak a lot of people out, but reptilian beings, I have a connection to them as well. And I have experienced them uh, a lot, even more than the greys. Now, that is interesting because reptilians, they tend to have a negative rap about them. Yes, definitely do. And that was going to be the hardest thing that I talk about in this, was the reptilian beings. Yeah, so that that is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I... I have not met one that I know of, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that, like most things, it's a story that can somewhat be exaggerated. Yeah, yes, I've I've seen them. I've read them. I know uh, a lot of the stories about them are a little bit over-exaggerated, or they're kind of taken the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the I have never had a bad experience with a reptilian and um, I guess I'll just explain my experiences with them because uh, so have you um, you know how I mentioned some of my experience is kind of developed to like dealing with them on the astral plane or interdimensionally Yes. as if interacting with them well that's how I um, was able to interact with these beings and Usually it was during sleeping hours. Um, I've always been able to kind of... I don't want to call it, like, astral projection. I don't really like that term. I feel like it's too new-agey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. It, but, um, 
I have always kind of been able to leave my it's kind of like when your consciousness leaves your body and you can kind of experience the like the spirit realm okay so it's like you're walking between realities so yeah that's how it was and it usually happened during you know sleeping hours when I'm sleeping obviously um, but a lot of times it was it's weird because it's like I would sometimes be out and about but then I would be also laying there and I could they would actually come to me and I can I could actually touch their skin Oh. and actually have a physical experience with them. Uh, out of curiosity, what what do they feel like? They're <laughs> um, well, from what I remember, their skin is quite leathery and cold. Okay. And their hands are a little bit, like the fingers are very, uh, I want to maybe thick and wide. Um... And they're very playful beings. Really? They're not, yes. They're they're not what people think. They're actually quite like humans, in a way. They can be nasty, and they can be wonderful. Um, they're more similar to humans than one would think. <laughs> uh, they just kind of... It's like they're... They're, you know, they're so advanced where they can they've learned how to kind of walk in between these realms you know that most people can't access which makes them interdimensional beings yeah well I, I did hear that uh, some beings were interdimensional and not necessarily extra uh, terrestrial mm-hmm they can't, well, they can be both, I guess. So, mm -hmm. I mean, all spirits technically would be interdimensional, in my opinion, just because I've been able to experience them in a physical manner, I guess. Like, a lot of people will say that spirits don't have skin, and I don't believe that for one second, because I've been able to touch them. Okay. And um, you Weird said, as that sounds. You said something that really mm -hmm. caught my attention, and that was kind of being in a semi-sleep state where you're able to do whatever. And it's so funny because that's, that's fairly close to a few other things that I've heard. And um, I've been told that, and I've experienced this, oh yes, this is one of the rare times Melvin is sharing something, yeah, where if you're in bed, and it's a state where you're sleeping, but you're not sleeping. You're like half there. And, yeah, I know what you mean. And you can actually hear voices. Like, I know this sounds oh, yeah. crazy, but you can legit no, no. hear voices. You don't know where they're mm -hmm. coming from. Sometimes it sounds like it's a big party, but <laughs> you can actually no, no. hear them. You're, you're right, and that is something. Um, you're kind of that's when you're kind of um and we can all the thing is we can all all anybody can learn how to do this it's just some people can kind of access it more naturally or easily depending on who they are i guess um but uh 
you that's when you're kind of separating from the physical body it's really hard to explain but it's real what you're talking about because i experience it too yeah so that, I, I believe you you uh you got me with that one so it's like oh snap mm -hmm. so that's good to know yeah and it's also good to know that the only reason i don't oh. yeah yeah go ahead no, I said the only reason I don't like to use the astral projection, like I said, is because I feel like it's so new agey. And I feel like when I'm saying that, it's like people, I think, I think they've overused the term and it's become more trendy. But it's something that I've always been able to do and I take it seriously now. Um, because it can be dangerous. But... Um, this is where a lot of these beings kind of exist or meet us. And well, to an extent, I wonder sometimes if they actually take your astral body and not your physical body. Oh, I'm still kind of trying wow. to figure that out. But you know, um, I, yeah. You're now reminding me of something that Rose was saying, and that's how they, um, she, it's involved with zeta grays that uh, that's what she says anyway she doesn't know 150 percent but she's pretty freaking sure it's zeta grays and she said that they actually take the astral body from her right. and mm -hmm. they do whatever with it and apparently because it is connected to the physical body things happen to the physical body and stuff so what mm -hmm. you're, yeah what you're saying is like okay wow this is crazy two yeah. people well two different that's people what I, are saying the same thing here because they you know they're so advanced and they they can actually manipulate our dreams they've manipulated my dreams many times they can make us think they're that we're having a dream but they're actually taking us um and yeah they can i think that now that somebody else has said it, I maybe I'm right, or that information was channeled through to me, because I didn't read about it. I just thought that. Like, I would think, well, maybe they're not always taking the physical body. They're taking the astral body. And they're working on the energy blockages or, you know, whatever. And then that's why sometimes you kind of just wake up and it seems like, oh, well, I was in bed the whole time. But, well, you really weren't. You know? Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And it's weird because uh like I've also, you know, when like when they were when they would be taking me sometimes, I would actually feel myself floating up. And uh, yeah, it's a few times and I would be looking down on my bed and I would kind of be terrified and it, I would feel myself kind of moving up towards the ceiling. And I'd try to be reaching for my bed, and then I would just black out. You know what? That also sounds like the classic abduction. You know how people right. used to say they would somehow go through the roof of their home and stuff? Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes they said, I remember seeing a light. So that's pretty That's pretty. And I've seen lights. I've seen the lights as well outside my window. So... <laughs> oh wow yeah it's it's funny it's like that's how and see that i like that you're saying that because it shows that it's real yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like one person it's like people you know a, a few or however many of us have been experiencing this and it's real we're all saying the same thing yeah i mean so. but um so since we're on the 
little topic of them uh, taking people and stuff. In AP's case, his was very unique, and I don't know if if they kept coming to you like they were in that frequency, if it would have happened with you, but for him, he was actually taken so many times, he got to the point where they got to know him, and he said that he was oh, actually yeah. able to walk around the ship. Like, he could remember being in the ship, actually seeing test tubes with quote-unquote hybrids and like seeing the controls and all that mess the thing with me was i it's like i do remember <laughs> okay how do i even all right so <laughs> first i'll start with there was one experience where um i remember i was kind of i must have been on the ship or so i don't know i looked out there was a window and I look out and I just see kind of stars moving past me or something. Like, it just looked like I was flying through space. It was really strange. And then um, later on, more experiences. Well, remember how I mentioned the reptilians? I had, the, I had similar experiences with the taller grays being able to touch and feel their skin, and they would interact with me. Um, like, on that level of maybe not being in my physical body? I don't really know. But um, it's like, that's how I kind of knew that maybe there was definitely some connection or family connection, biological, you know, because I don't I just feel like if it were everybody, they would take everybody and do that, you know? Yeah. So that's, um, that's very interesting. And unfortunately, this is one of those things where I don't think we'll ever get the answer. Or at right. least the answer that you it's, will be satisfied with. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's just so. a weird experience. You know, I don't ever remember being like walking around with them physically knowing where I am fully it was always that I was kind of they would have me in a I don't know if they didn't want me to see them fully or um, I just don't remember yeah now that's something but, else I heard that they don't oftentimes show themselves because right people... they didn't a few times they did but yeah, people, it was, um, they freak out because it's just so different than what we're right. used to seeing. Which... The only time I really saw them was during one abduction where I saw them kind of three taller beings just kind of walking through a door. It's like a door had opened and they were walking through. And I saw the head shape and the, you know, thin body. I knew who it was. <laughs> And um, I saw them kind of walking towards me, and it, I just, like I said, I was in that state where I, I felt like somebody drugged me, or I don't know, and I just kind of yeah, blacked out. Yeah, you were out. very hazy, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird, it's hard to explain how they, I don't know if they tranquilize me, I mean, I don't know, Melvin. <laughs> it's hard to explain the feeling. Uh, it's it's just something you but have like to experience they, to get. Yeah, they did not want me fully 
awake or fully there for some reason even though there's some connection like they just I don't know what it and I'll never find out the answer unless they tell me I guess <laughs> I'll never understand it you could turn into like um extraterrestrial star person secret agent double o morgan or something you know yeah <laughs> go at it that way <laughs> i wish that sometimes i wish they would just kind of but i don't know for some reason they don't and i don't know why i don't have all the answers to it i just this is what i experienced and this is why i think i did it's funny you say you don't have the answers and you want to know mm -hmm. because again that's a reoccurring theme everyone wants mm -hmm. to know the reasons why and you know why do you think they come to you well i think okay like i said so you know how we were talking about hybrids and how there's you know uh, probably a few hundred of us here or i don't even want to say hybrids i want to say people who maybe carry a little bit of they're human but they're a little bit more Okay, a little you know, extra. Because yeah, like they've because they've been manipulating genetics for thousands of years. So I think they kind of I don't know if it's what I'm getting, it's funny cuz like I'm getting the answers through me right now. I think they pick certain people with I don't know if you believe in past lives or it's like they pick certain people whose soul and like biological body kind of interests them or that they choose for something or that they'd like to watch how they live here huh. it's I, I don't know why it's coming down to me like that yeah but you might be it's channeling like they, something right now <laughs> yeah it's like they they pick certain people um and I'm also hearing that sometimes it could just be that you're in the wrong place at the wrong like because you hear about people they'll have one experience and that's it and sometimes you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time and they just you know take you to test on you but then there's most of it is they are interested in certain people's souls who they are who they were in past lives I, I don't know why it's coming to me like that um I don't even know how they would know that, but they're so advanced that I would think they would know. They're so advanced on a spiritual level. Yeah, it's not just a techn technological level. It is a spiritual level as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're, they're also, synth I think that they're quite synthetic, I want to say. What's, is that the word I want? Synthetic? Yeah, it's, um, it, it's like they're, they're physical, but they're, uh, they're just not they're not like us they're not like dense meat bodies uh, you know what i'm saying oh, okay it's it's hard it's so hard to they're just so beyond that that it's um they we don't even know what they know and what they're capable of so yeah which i try to tell people you know you know how you have a couple of doomsday people and they'll say they're all demons and this and that and i'm like and they're gonna take oh, over yeah, the world yeah, and i, I like I to tell them that believe me if they want to take over the world or blow it that up or whatever <laughs> it would have been done 10 times over oh by yeah now. 
It would have definitely. They are way be I mean, they can manipulate our dreams. Yeah. They are so advanced that it's like we are guinea pigs. Like we are lab rats. <laughs> no offense to us or anybody on this planet, but we are Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, they are superior in many ways. <laughs> But that they're not, they don't intend to hurt anybody. I really don't think that. I think it's rare that they would intend to hurt someone. I mean, I guess old David's having a rotten day up there. He's like, I'm going to show you and take it out on a human or something, I guess. So. <laughs> no. There, well, the thing is, with being a, it, such an advanced being, also comes the like that compassion and you know most uh, advanced beings are not animalistic predator killer you know that's an that's a very low vibration that's like the vibration of the the demons that we we like to call them demons you know that possess people and I think that I think that they have good intentions. Huh, okay, that's good to know. All right, um, going back to um, star people that you've seen, I recall mm -hmm. one time you told me that you had interactions with the mantis. Yes, I almost forgot about the mantis. How could I forget? Um, and I, I think that I have a connection to them as well. Um, yeah, this this one was. He's, um, it's like, I don't even want to call them mantis because they're, they look similar to the tall grays. Um, there's just like a slight variation, uh, in like the body structure and the eyes, but they are also interdimensional beings and they're actually very high level beings. Um, and this one was... The ex it's like I, the experience I had with this one was that he like I know it was a male because I could hear the voice and I would also get like visitations at night um, you know where I said about being in the astral body and you just kind of float in there Yep. and they can come down or come through and he would off he would come through i would feel it you know i would feel like a pressure coming against my body and um i would just kind of get a vision of him and sim very similar to a tall gray wearing a robe kind of like a purple robe and uh he would come up behind me and i would just feel this heat and warmth behind me um, definitely some kind of healing energy or something um, and I just I remember I would wake up and the room was just uh, I don't know just bright and warm he had a good very good healing energy this being uh, about him and I liked knowing that he was there uh, and this happened a few times 
where I would get the visitations. And I don't, I actually don't know who this being is to me or what the connection is. I haven't experienced him for years. So. That's interesting. I wonder mm -hmm. where he went to then. I honestly don't know. That's the thing. I haven't really, I haven't had contact with them for years. Like the last, like I said, was when I woke up with my eyes um, in pain. I think that was the last time and that was 2016, 2015. It was earlier. Yeah. Um, so it's been a few years. Yeah, that's, and that's... like I said, they never, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, it's, I don't know, maybe they come at certain times in your life. That's what I'm just kind of came to me for some reason. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that it seems like for women, a lot of times they come in their teens more so than yeah. anything. And, mm -hmm. and then it seems like they uh, just vanish almost. But then saying that, every now and then someone will say that I feel like I'm being watched. I feel them around me. And I do, like I said, I do feel them. I Like I will still get sometimes the, the vibrations, the body vibrations. And I know that they're there. I know they are, but they just, um, I haven't experienced them. I have, now I have more experiences with um, other beings. Uh, like the Fae and, you know, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. There's so many different spirits and beings out there. I don't know why uh, I don't interact with them anymore so much. I, I would think that I would, especially since I'm kind of coming more into my, you know, what I'm able to do and becoming more conscious of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, nothing really since that last experience. Um, it's really strange, but I guess I, they don't speak. It's weird. They don't, uh, it's like, they're so mysterious, I guess. Yeah, I guess they'll just pop up when they feel like it. Yeah. That's the thing. It seems like they just don't, I don't know. It's like they, I can't even, they're just so advanced. Maybe they don't, it's weird because if you, you think if you have a connection to them in some way that they would continue to make a visit or contact or something. Yeah, well, but. I did hear that they don't want to get emotionally attached because that will complicate whatever really? it is they're trying to do. Really? Yeah. And That's really strange because they seemed like that with me, at least one, one of the beings. Yeah. Um, well, you have to remember, uh, for instance, if you're a doctor and um, you have several patients or whatever, like, of course, you're going to have your compassion and you're going to do your darndest to help them. But let's say something goes wrong, like terribly wrong, and you're going to feel bad, but you still have several other patients you need to go to. And if you're overly attached to this one patient, something could go bad to with the other ones and you just mm -hmm. can't do that. So 
when I say they might not be emotionally attached, I don't necessarily mean that they're just closed off and just like, whatever, we're done with you, you know, like a used diaper or something. Yeah, but, that's what I, that's how I yeah. felt. No, 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 I, yeah, I don't mean it like that, but I do mean that they have to keep their emotions in check and they don't want to get attached to where it could complicate other things that they want to do because you know, if you get attached to someone, you're always going to want to see them and talk to them and check up on them. And sometimes you right. just can't do that. Mm-hmm. It could be that. Like I said, I'll never know. You just, um, it's like I, they're there, but they're not there. It's like they have that. I mean, my God, I think I have implants, you know, they've, they're there. They can, reach me but eh. maybe they choose to watch maybe is what I'm hearing they choose to watch instead of interfere uh, unless needed I guess but how was it when the realization hit you that you were met by someone who's not human well um honestly because I was I always I was always into the paranormal. I thought it was, I like my first, I remember, I think my first reaction was after I was done being terrified. Yes. Cause of I course. was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was like, oh my gosh, this is why, like this might be the answer to why I am the way I am, why people react to me a certain way. Um, and it was right around the time that I kind of started having this mini kind of like awakening where I started seeing the number sequences. That's like a big thing. Um, and I started kind of noticing that I had some strange psychic abilities and stuff like that. So it was kind of just all tied into one. Um, and everything just started to make sense about why I never fit in and this and that, you know what I mean? So I was kind of excited about it. And at the same time, I was so confused. I'm like, so I remember, like, I would have these experiences and then I would say, show yourself physically. I want to see you physically. Show me. You know, like, I would, I remember it's like, I would always be looking for them. Wow. You know, but... again, you, you sound like Rose. She said the same exact thing, almost <laughs> word right. for word. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Well, that makes it true then. <laughs> it's, it's it's something so that is that's pretty hilarious mm -hmm. yep but I guess maybe it happens when I least expect it <laughs> yeah you know it never happens when you want it it's always right and I don't yeah like I don't think they really want to be seen um, but yeah. alright so now have you had some negative experiences um I wouldn't want to say negative I just think that it was I kind of took it the wrong way like I said remember when I said that I woke I would wake up with blood all over my pillow nosebleed really bad mm -hmm. I mean if you're like a very religious person and you're experiencing that you might think it's demonic attack or, or something I just I don't think any of it was negative 
at all. I think there was all a purpose to it. Um, I have had negative experiences definitely with other beings, um, but that's a whole different uh, thing. For the most part, it's just, you know. Yeah, with the, with the star people, the extraterrestrials, I really have not had a negative experience with them. All right. And then I, um, I heard to, I don't know how legit this is, but I heard that also because sometimes the memories are messed with, you implant your own memory sometimes, and it's not always accurate. And you think the worst when it wasn't. As memories? As in? Like, um, let's see. What's, it was... Um, it was another person in the UFO field I was talking to and they were saying that sometimes, um, you know, your memories are not erased, but stored elsewhere. And you might remember things in fragments and, (gasps) Oh no, you know what? Now that you say that, not Uh, to cut you off or anything. No, go ahead. Cut me off. Um, well, it's just that, that, it's like I, I'm so sorry because there's just so like so many experiences that I've had over the years that it's, it's hard to remember each and every single one you know and um, I just I remember this one time I they must yeah like they must erase I don't know I mean like I said they can manipulate dreams but I remember I was driving in my car like this was very specific. I was driving in my car, um, and all of a sudden I got like this weird flashback, some or something of me sitting in the like there, like if you look at a if you think of a classic alien ship or a plane or something in the front, and I'm sitting in the side, and there's a what you what we would call a taller gray right next to me and he's like telling me to come come closer or something and I'm driving and I'm just thinking of this flashback and I'm like what and it kind of gave me shivers a little bit like I was sitting there having a conversation with him and he was telling me it was okay to come closer and it just gave me the shivers um and, and I just thought did I make that up or is that what what is that you know and I never really understood that because it felt like it had it felt like it had happened but for some reason i can't recall it happening it just kind of popped up yeah what i um, what i was going to say was sometimes your memories it might be in fragments and a piece will pop up here or there and when you try to piece it together you may not always piece it together right because other pieces are missing and you create a negative experience in your mind when there wasn't. Oh one. yeah. So that too. Mhm. But wow. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe you are having some uh little memory fragments pop up here and there though. That's the thing. I feel That's... like I've really known these beings or one specifically maybe. Um and it's just I don't know why they choose to not let me see or why would you give me do it just to erase or whatever. 
I don't know. Or maybe it's just that I don't remember. In the, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have all the answers. Yeah, that's just, it's just one of those things where hopefully one day you'll get the answers that you seek, but for right now, it's just one of those things. All you can do is theorize and guess. But that, that's, that's pretty intense, though. <laughs> Having a conversation know, just right? right there. Like, hey, how was your day? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it was good, well, he, man. <laughs> I just, I just remember specifically him saying come here come here like come closer you know and i was scared i was sitting on the side and i was kind of nervous and made me kind of shiver a bit like it had happened but i don't remember it it's just kind of popped up in my head and i thought that had to have come from somewhere here's one for you i i think i already know what you're going to say but if one of the star people were in front of you right now and they will do whatever you want whatever you ask of them what would you mm -hmm. ask them <laughs> what I, what would i ask them yeah to do for me to do for you answer for you whatever well the first thing i would probably ask is you know why me specifically because i want to know the exact answer I can only give so many reasons why I think. And then I would honestly would ask them if they could stay <laughs> or be here more often in that way. Uh, Cause it's just, when you have a connection with them like that, it's, uh, it's, and you don't have connections with the people around you so much it's like you wish they were there yeah they, you know it's um an emotional support and it's right almost like a weird friendship yeah it's like you wish you just had a friend that could understand um i wish they could be that for me but uh, i guess that's what i would say all right star people you better yeah. be listening make it happen damn right <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking for years, but nothing yet, so... So, make <laughs> it happen. Your... How do I put this? Your emotional attachment to... Um, I, I, I won't say Mantis, since you don't really want to call him that, but we'll, we'll just say... We'll call him the Godfather for right now. Ooh, the Godfather? That yeah. is what he seems like, so... Oh, look at that. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> your attachment to the Godfather... Do you feel that that was a genuine bond, a genuine attachment, and it went both ways? Or could it have been just a one-way thing? Um, I believe with how many times this being kind of came to me, I think that there was some kind of bond, possibly family, or I don't know. It could be anything. I think there was some kind of two-way it may be like an, an it's like knowing each other or uh, I guess that ties in with like the star seed thing where you you come into the human body to have the human experience so maybe I could have known this being or um, maybe there was something specific that happened when they took me um, 
or I don't know, maybe it's like they pick and choose. <laughs> I'm not sure, but um, I think it has more to do with the bond regarding who I am, I guess, on a biological level. Yeah. And from all your experiences, what have you learned? Because I'm, I'm assuming you had to have learned something about yourself that you didn't know. Well, I've learned that I'm... Okay, this is going to be a little complex. I've learned that no matter what I do or how hard I try, I'm just really... I'm not going to fit in here. And that was kind of a slap in the face a little bit. Like, it's like no matter where I work or where I go to school or in a lot of my friendships, it's like, it's just not gonna click. It's like, I'm not really, I'm here, but I'm, it's like, I'm not really, or I have to find I have to make a new path for myself and other people like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, but it was, I mean, I guess that gave me comfort as well. It's like, I have, I understand now, so I don't have to try so hard anymore for people to like me or understand or try to fit in at this job or that place or because it's just not going to happen there's too much going on on a spiritual level for me to even come close to living the way other people do <laughs> i guess god <laughs> All right, now... Not to offend them, but... Oh, please. If someone gets offended, they get offended. Whatever. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just the way it is. Just fan them away. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so I, I want to know, and be honest, do you think it's kind of cool that, you know, you had interactions with people not from this planet? Or at least perhaps yes. not even this dimension, you know? Yes. Um, I think that it's... <sighs> I, like I said, I, in the beginning, I wouldn't trade it for any, anything. Like, people have these beautiful homes and big weddings and a perfect family and perfect this and perfect job, all this money. I wouldn't trade it for anything because being able to experience that is just... I mean, it's incredible, you know, it just opens you up to a whole new way of thinking and it helps you understand in the universe, you know, with regards to like, like the dimensions, like we said, um, time and space and all of that. And, uh, it, <laughs> I don't know, it just makes you so much, it's just changed me in so many ways that I can't even 
just the way I make decisions, the way I look at things. I'm not easily manipulated. It's like, I don't know, it just changed a lot, you know? Um, but yeah. Hmm. And uh, you know what? This is where we're, well, about to end it, but I want to give you a final say on something. And I think this is pretty important. There are a lot of people out there, young, old, who are getting visited by beings um, from outer space, another dimension, what have you. And they also feel that they can't share with their friends or their families because of ridicule or, and, and they just, they feel like it's just them against the world. Right, like how I felt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, some are very afraid and they feel they can't handle it. What would be your advice to them? Um, all right, well, my advice would be to actually, honestly, don't talk about it at first because I, I didn't, um, just as scary as it is, just kind of keep it to yourself. I would write things down. I wish I did this and I never did write down every time you have an experience, if you wake up in the morning and you think you were taken or you saw this or you, you know, just write, just start a journal and start writing. Um, it'll really help you a lot. I wish I did that, honestly. Um, and what helps is to do a lot of research as well. Like, don't watch, like, those movies about, you know, like, the alien invasions. And just do your, re yeah, do your research um, and find, a lot of people will try and find, like, groups on Facebook, you know, that I personally didn't like those because I had bad experiences in them um, with people just kind of being com competitive about the experiences and kind of shooting me down a bit. So just be careful. It's better to have one person that you could find in those groups that you could really just kind of talk through messages one-on-one -on -one to be able to share. Um, but I guess that's the only advice I would give, and that's just coming from me. I'm going to ask you to be back on because we're going to have to have a follow-up on this. This is very interesting. You're giving out good information, and it honestly seems like you were channeling something at the moment. I think I was. Um, I think they were, like I said, things just kind of pop in my head. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to be on again, definitely. Thank you mm -hmm. so much for coming on. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. And thanks for having me. No, and super <laughs> thanks for, you know, sharing your story. I know it's not easy, but you did it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. that, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it as well. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I wish I could get into more detail about some of them. It's just there's so many, you know, I just, I could go on and on, I guess. Well, don't worry. We'll have a part two eventually, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that said, 
guys don't forget to follow unexplained possibilities on facebook and twitter those links can be found in the description below also morgan thank you again for coming on mm -hmm, of course and remember guys there are things that go bump the night go ahead and tell them hi bye everybody